Before we get started on a brand new Geekscape, I gotta tell you guys, the feedback to last week's episode with Michael J. White, the intro where I talked about the heartbreak I felt at my Nintendo Championships from 1990 t-shirt coming in the mail and not being what I wanted uh, was huge. Within 24 hours of posting that episode in which I talked about ordering a retro 1990 Nintendo Championships t-shirt to remind so I could redo the photo shoot of my sixth grade school photo wearing the 1990 Nintendo Championship shirt I was wearing in that school photo. Um, after telling that story and the heartbreak and receiving this like reprint shirt on the internet not and it being really badly made, uh, within 24 hours, I was getting messages from people like Joey Kochik, Alan from Nerd World Order podcast, like the broadcast, like like just friends of the show who listen, saying, "I got you, bro. We're gonna get you a legit, like high res, well printed Nintendo Championship 1990 retro shirt." It came quick and it came definitively. All right, Alan, the Nerd World Order broadcast boy, like he's amazing. He had someone remake a like illustrator vector file of the original logo and it's high res it's pristine and he sent it to me and it's going to look beautiful on a t-shirt ebay failed me and the retro t-shirt community they failed me but the geekscape community came through and got me a high quality graphic made it looks exact of the old logo for the 1990 Nintendo Championship t-shirt that I wore in my 6th grade school photo. I have it in my inbox. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. I'm gonna, it's going to be awesome. And uh, I can't wait to wear it. <laughs> I can't wait to wear it with pride in my 40s like I did when I was 12. <laughs> Back in 1991 or 90 when I wore it in my school photo. I cannot wait. I'm going to have that big old smile on my face just like I did all those years ago. And I have you guys, you Geekscapists to think. So that's the resolution of that story. I'll keep you guys up to date on the photo shoot to reenact my sixth grade photo where I was wearing the Nintendo championship shirt. And you guys have made me a happy, happy kid. Here's some free content for you. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to our brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host, filmmaker, podcaster, writer. I've worked in movies, video games, comic books, if it's pop culture, you name it. It's the stuff that I love, the stuff that I grew up on, and I created Geekscape 18 years ago to talk to fellow storytellers. Maybe they're in film, maybe they're in comics, maybe they're in TV or video games. And in this episode, we've got some musicians. The Paranoias are a band here in Los Angeles. They're a group of Mexican boys who play like Weezer-influenced ska music, but it has some cumbia in it, some, I don't know, all sorts of Latin influence and i absolutely love this eclectic band and i love these dudes i've known them for about a year uh and i've gone to a ton of their shows and if i'm free and they're playing la i'll be there um i i'm just a huge fan and i love having them on geekscape you're gonna love them too because we had a really fun conversation and uh, hopefully you listen to it and then go and like check out some of their music it's not just uh the paranoias but they're also professor galactico which is like, uh, they describe it as like uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. You know, each of the members of the Wu-Tang Clan have their kind of like 
own personality. Well, Nick has his Profesor Galactico kind of like personality, a little bit of like a like a spacefaring adventurer who also makes music. That's kind of his his brand, and then he's in the band, and uh, and they make some awesome music together. I think you guys are gonna love them. Uh, as for myself, uh, sorry you guys didn't get a, a, a full episode last week. Uh, I got an email or a message or something from my buddy Joey who listens to the show, and he's like, "Hey, am I right it, that the there was no episode last week? Is the feed good to go? Is, is there a problem with the feed? There's no problem with the feed. I took last week off because uh, I don't want to leave you guys with like." just kind of a, a lame episode. Um, I, I don't like forcing episodes onto the feed that I don't completely believe in. If I'm talking to a guest, it's because I really want to talk to a guest. And uh, I've really loved the guests that I've had. So if you guys see a blank week uh, anywhere on the schedule, um, don't worry. We've been around for 18 years. We're not going anywhere. Uh, sometimes I just got to take a breather or a guest that I'm going for, that I'm like aiming for, that I'm scheduling around. Sometimes that stuff falls through. And rather than just like throw up the mic and give you guys like a not so good episode, not so good product, or one that I've recorded when I'm completely frustrated and furious and like kicking, like, how did this happen? This would have been awesome and it fell through. And just you don't want to frustrate Jonathan. At the same time, I don't batch the episodes to make them evergreen. If you guys are listening to Geekscape, sometimes the guest has something coming out in the next couple of days or the next week or two that is timely and that's why they're on the show so batching an episode and having like recording like four in a week and then record you know making sure that there's no gap that really kind of moves uh some of the timeliness of the subject matter off of uh, uh you know it's important for the guests to come on and have the episodes come out in a timely fashion so batching i don't know man we talk about the latest in movies in video games and comics and what's in theaters now so like you know what's what's hitting the shelves so it doesn't really lend itself really to uh to to batching episodes and releasing them later on so this is how you get geekscape and every now and then there's going to be a week off i did have a cool week though i went down to warner brothers and i picketed for the wga and uh sag they're both in major strikes uh against you know these two unions have been striking for months now against these film studios and I think they're talking again, but uh, walking the picket line, it was really, really, really invigorating to see both the writers and the actors out there in force. I walked with my friend Mario, and I got to tell you, I know I've been out in LA like 20 years or so, but I love seeing friends, and I was super surprised by how many friends I saw on that picket line, just old friends who I hadn't seen in years, but we have similar interests in trying to get the, the this uh, strike over with and getting back to work and being creative again and making stuff. We had those similar interests, so we find ourselves all on the same picket line. And uh, it was great catching up with people. And you know what? Inviting them on Geekscape. I could still do that. That's not crossing picket lines, <laughs> inviting people onto Geekscape. So uh, it was kind of a fun opportunity to just go and pick it and and uh, be a part of the cause and try and push things forward and uh, hopefully this thing resolves soon and get back to work but it was also good to like run into some people and say hey man I haven't seen this creator in a while you want to come on the podcast and maybe meet some actors and people that I've never met before but I'm fans of their work and you're sitting there marching together and you're walking around together and you have a shared cause 
and you strike up a conversation and say, hey, I'm actually a big fan of your work. I loved you in this TV show. I love that you worked with this person. I love this thing you made. Uh, you want to come on Geekscape? Yeah, I'd love to. And then you do like the mutual social media share, right? Like where you or 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 follow where you follow them on Instagram, they follow you back on Instagram, and then maybe you can DM and be like, hey, dude, come on the show. So that happened. So we'll see if some of the people who I picketed with end up on the show. It won't be my last picket. Hopefully, there won't be many pickets left. Hopefully, this thing resolves itself. We can start making movies again, start making TV shows again. I know I've been writing and working on some things that I would love to be able to make. So that's just what we're doing. We got to stay creative. But um, it was a pretty invigorating day to be out there and see other people uh, pushing for a resolution to all this so people can get back to work and get paid for their work and uh, not have their their work exploited. Um, not just actors, not just writers, but the people who depend on the actors and writers for their work, the below-the-line people who are really only working because an actor or a writer helped create and then personify that story, and they're helping tell that story uh, in whatever position they're on below the line. So those people need to go back to work too. I can't wait, but I'm probably going to go to a picket line again this week and uh, just keep being a part of it, being part of the cause. And from that, if Geekscape benefits because I run into some people that I want to have on the microphone and talk, uh, all the better, man. Let, let's share the voices. Let's, I, you know, we use this to uh, magnify artists and magnify creators and share my audience with them and maybe bring some of their audience to us and just create this community. That's what Geekscape's about. That's what the geek community is about. There's no gatekeepers here. Nobody in the back of the comic book store is saying, hey, no girls allowed. This stuff isn't for you. Or, sorry, noob. You don't. You need to know 50 years of comic book history to appreciate the intricacies of Ant-Man. Like, we're not doing that here. Everyone's invited on Geekscape. Everyone is. Doesn't matter if you're into comics or video games or this or that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter if you're new or old when it comes to the geek stuff. You're invited to Geekscape. You're a part of it. It's Geekscape forever and all that. So without further ado, I can't wait for you guys to hear my boys, the paranoias. I can't wait for you guys to hear our conversation. And then after the conversation, go to Spotify, go find the paranoias, go find Professor Galactico, go listen to this music. And I think you'll enjoy them as much as I did when I discovered it. All right, let's rock and roll. This is Geekscape. My guests this week are the Paranoias. They're a band I fell in love with last summer. Um, I was down at, there's this thing in Orange County. I've gone the last two years. I didn't go this year, but uh, the first year I got into it was because Scott Kloppenstein, who you guys know about, was doing a reunion of the Little S Man Band. He's like, come on down. And then the last year, 
the big band that was playing. Um, it's always Bite Me Bambi as the headliner. If you guys are into Scott, you know about Bite Me Bambi. They're one of the or- big Orange County bands playing right now. Um, but Suburban Legends were playing, and they never play locally because Brian is like over in Japan now. <laughs> he lives in Japan. But uh, they had had them all together. They played last summer. I went down to see them, and this band I'm about to have here, the Paranoias on Geekscape, were one of the openers, and I was totally blown away. Uh, as a 50-50 Latino, that means my dad is white, my mother is Mexican. You guys know this if you're watching Geekscape. Uh, it just felt like the perfect band for me because they were playing ska, which, let's admit, like you've seen all that, that ska movement from the 90s. <laughs> pretty white uh, <laughs> you see those bands with the little dickies all the way down like they're they're the mid-calf come on guys and then suddenly we have these mexican kids these hispanic kids these latino kids in southern california playing ska music and it's awesome and they were so damn good i had to shake their hands i went and took a picture with them afterwards i became an instant fan i started grabbing all their music i maybe own like three or four paranoia shirts now i bought another one friday night when i saw them in van nuys i'm a straight up paranoia's fan the thing is, I need you guys to be fans of the Paranoias. So that's why they're on the show today. I just couldn't wait to have them on the show. I loved having them. Um, and uh, that's basically what this episode of Geekscape is. It's going to be music-laced. I just remembered another band I had on the last year, The Stereo, who just released a brand new uh, music video for one of their songs off their album 13. So that's another band we've had in the last year. I was asked at a party on Sunday night, do you guys ever have musicians on Geekscape? I love having musicians on Geekscape. I love taking the music that I love and sharing it with you guys. Just like I love having the comics and the movies and the video games that I love and share it with you guys. That's what Geeks is for. We got the Paranoians waiting. Let's get them in on the show. Uh, boys? Hi! You guys are live. <laughs> you guys thank are awesome. You thank, thank you for that great intro, by the way. Thank you. We really appreciate I, you, man. I was not being facetious. I went down to Orange County last summer. And, and what was that thing called? The, the Summer, summer Sizzler. Yeah. It was at the... What was it? The Garden... I'm an old, like, grumpy, jaded <laughs> music snob, right? Like, you are like, not grumpy. Like, no, guys, I'm raising my hand. I'm, same. I'm the same here. I'm one of those people who, who sit in the back with my arms folded at the show, and I'm like, oh, this band stinks. You know, this opener stinks. This opener stinks. And you guys come out there, and I, I'm like, okay, let's see what these kids could do. And I don't know, man, like I just didn't know anything about the Mexican ska stuff going on in Orange County or going on in Los Angeles. You guys were in my intro to it. I went and saw you guys in Boyle Heights a few weeks later, play like a free show to, to raise money for that, that that kid's coffee shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and I met some girls at the show and they're like, hey, come down and like, let's let's go and like watch this Mata Mosca show and this and that. And I started like my eyes like blew wide open. <laughs> And I was like, Jonathan, this is your music, <laughs> you know, because I said it, I said it in the intro. When you have bands, Real Big Fish, who I shot a bunch of music videos yeah, for, I did their live DVD. Fish. Those, those are my guys. You see the Suburban Legends. Wait, you see what, the Less what, Than Jake Boys. What What's music that? video? I did in 2005, and we were just joking about this because I just saw Vince and Brian and and Aaron and those guys. Um, we did a song for please come back home and i put my dogs in it and it's where like like brian plays a dog catcher and uh i had my pugs they were alive back then and we put them in a music video we didn't have any we didn't have any money so we just like ran around garden grove 
in like with costumes and did a, a one where Vince is looking for his dog. And I totally ripped off like the, that one Green Day video where Billy Joe's walking down that neighborhood street and it's like, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do because the shit's, uh, you know, and he's, <laughs> I, I totally took shots of that video walking around the neighborhood. Um, uh, and I, uh, was using them in that video where Vince is walking around looking for his dog that got away. And then meanwhile, Brian's running around as a dog catcher with a mustache trying to catch the dog. And at the end they fight and they win, you know, and they try and get the dog and this and that, but uh, there's a house party. Um, and so I come to you guys in my 20 year, almost experience of the ska scene in Los Angeles. And is it, I just it's not say, Latino. I just want to say real big fish was a big, Influence. Uh, influence, yeah, uh, in our upbringing and uh, we grew up with, with them and the Aquabats a lot. Yeah. Oh, heavy. Uh, Another musician I've had on the show is Christian from the Aquabats. There you oh go. my god, I love so, those guys. So, Aquabats, uh, uh, are expanded, are expanded, say Ferris, say Ferris. Uh, no, no doubt, less than Jake, less than Jake, less than Jake. What are the jelly, jelly bean guys? What are the jelly bean guys called? Mustard oh. Mustard plug for sure. Mu three thirty. If you get a little older, you start to like look at the Mu three thirty stuff coming out of Austin and Geekscape. We're going full ska, but too bad. This is Geekscape. It's my show. <laughs> yes. Assorted jelly beans. Assorted jelly beans. That was a band, uh, and this is what you guys remind me of. And I told this to Nick um, that you guys reminded me of growing up with a band called the Impossibles. Oh yeah, Austin. you told me about them. Uh, okay. The Impossibles were the first band. Maybe it was Animal Chin. Both those bands combined and turned into the stereo, which I talked about earlier, which I had on the show last week, last year. And the Impossibles were like that Weezer style ska influenced That's us. power <laughs> pop. So I hit up Nick, hit up your Instagram after I met you guys in Orange County. And it, guys, you guys made me feel like a young man again. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, but, it finally worked. It worked for we can die now. Uh, but, no, you guys kept me from dying. But it was with this injection of the Latino thing. And I think that specifically is important to me because I had been completely sidestepping it and missing it this entire time that I'm celebrating the music in, in Los Angeles. And I take Heidi, my wife, over to see you guys in Boyle Heights over at Don Quixote's, and she looked like a white spot on a black domino over there. Like, she was straight my, up. My, my dad says uh, I look like a fly in uh, milk. Yeah. Yeah. And she and, and she's like, and this other white kid showed up, and he she's like, I'm not the only white person. <laughs> and here's the thing, and I want to, and I, maybe we start with this. And Geeks gave us, let's just introduce the boys. We got Rafa, we got uh, right. so we got Alex, we got uh, Nick, and they're the paranoias. <laughs> and Professor Galactico. Two bands in one. Yeah, two bands in one. Oh, yeah, Davi's not here, but he'll, but, he'll, no, he'll sure probably he'll pop up somewhere. Show a mop or something. Here's <laughs> the thing is, she loved you guys. And then I come to see this show in Van Nuys on Friday. And it's all, there's one white kid in the crowd, too. <laughs> my my white audience listening to Geekscape, like, how do we get them to listen to you guys? Because I think you guys are right up there with some of those fun Scott Punk, Power Pop influence, Weezer influence, rock influence bands. Like, what do we got to do to uh, maybe break that up? I think I think some of the fans or some of the listeners need just to take a chance. Take I think chance. they just need to take a chance and be like, 
Yeah. Let me listen to these guys. Maybe maybe don't skip the first twenty seconds uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just keep oh. listening. So I th- I think people just need to take a chance. That's what I do with music. I take a chance on stuff yeah. I listen to and what influences me. And uh, I think people just need to take a chance. Just give it more than a twenty second yeah. listen before yeah. you skip us because we might. You might hit that spot. Be a podcast. Be on a podcast. <laughs> well, Geeks gave us like if you go and you let's say you, you go and find like a compilation on like El Grito or one of those labels, or you go to Spotify right now and you throw up like the Paranoias or something, you're going to find some music that is in Spanish. You're going to find some music that's in English. You're going to find some music that has oh. a little bit of a dance style to it. You're not just going to get like a ska punk. Yeah, deal yeah, to yeah. it. These guys have an eclectic style. You guys have a lot of different influences. What are some of those influences coming up? What were some of the things where, where when you guys were in the recording studio, where you guys are broadcasting from right now, you're like, "Hey, let's throw a little bit of this in there." Like, where? What are each of you guys' influences that you guys bring to the band? I, I think I'll start off for yeah. myself. Cafeta yeah. uh, Cuba. Cafeta Cuba. Cafeta Cuba sure. was right up there for me. Their album Re had twenty songs. They were all different, different genres. Yeah. And I loved it. And I think that's what I pitched to them for Chels or Chales. I was yeah. like, uh, I want to make an album where they, they have no idea what genre we are. They don't know what to expect. And you you really can't get bored of it, too, because it's like it's like you're listening to a playlist of different bands, but, yeah. but it happens to be the same band. And we're all, and we're all not all about ska. We, we like we love ska. We, 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 we love ska. We really grew up with ska. But we also grew up with all these other genres. I mean, we're Mexican. We grew up with like mariachi, cumbias, norteño, and all that, you know? You so, I'm into jazz. So you you got it in high school, mix. for sure. We had like jazz uh, learning. So, so the, the, our first, I think, I could say for all of us, our first reference would be Weezer, Café Tacuba, Malta Vecindad. Uh, I would even throw, uh, um, Real Big Fish in there, Big the Aquabats, yeah, Aquabats, 182. Yeah, uh, we, we have a bunch of stuff that like you could just hear it in our in our music. Yeah, like, like little melodies, little like snippets of what we kind of grew into. Yeah, our roots, basically. In yeah. Geekscape, it's like the education has come pretty strong since hanging out with you guys and listening to your music, because. Like Nick, as Professor Galactico, you put out that cover of that Grupo Frontera song. Yeah, yeah, no sir. And that song rips. I mean, no, <laughs> no offense to the OG like Grupo Frontera, but like if that's the band that like my mom would listen to, yeah, <laughs> you took like that song, which is like if you go and look up that song now, No Se Va Geekscapes, like you're gonna be like, oh, this is like traditional spanish mexican music like it's nice and it's like a really romantic and it's all good nick took it and that is a straight up ska punk like, yeah, for pop. Sure. Be- like that song rips yeah you know that's that's that was the intent with it you know like when i heard first heard the song like i really hurt my i i envisualized myself singing it or playing it i was like oh we, i can definitely do a version of this it spoke to me and uh, and I just did some research, learned chords, learned the lyrics, and I was just like, I'm gonna record this, fuck it, you know. But so, you do all the producing. You got yourself like a like the producing gigs as well, and you produce a bunch of artists. Yeah. How hard is that? I know nothing about music. What I know about music is what I've learned on Geekscape. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, and you take this stuff and you kick the tempo up, and you just start replacing parts in that more traditional song with yeah. some stuff maybe you've pulled from some of these 
pop yeah. punk or yeah definitely definitely um there was a lot of like I, I really like like listen to sublime when i was a kid too so i wanted to add something that was kind of like around the sublime style but with a little bit more modern vocals uh and i, I just i threw in whatever i can i'm not a singer either but i tried to just sing in key you're not a singer, <laughs> you're not a singer. <laughs> i don't really it's cause, look it's because originally i'm a drummer javi sure. knows yeah javi yeah. knows originally i played drums since i was five i played drums all my life he sang and I started okay. playing guitar when I was 14, and then I started trying okay, to Okay, Phil sing. Collins, like, why'd you start singing? <laughs> well, the the main reason why I started singing is because uh, my sister passed away when I was 17. For real? And, yeah, and then she was the singer. She was the singer of the family. She used to sing mariachi. And uh, when she passed away, there was kind of no voice anymore in, in our family that, that would sing. And so I just... I took a risk, you know, I was like, I'm just going to, I took a chance. Like Ralph says, I took a chance on myself. I was like, I'm just going to try it. You know, people tell me I wasn't good. Some people tell me I was okay. I was just like, I'm just doing it because it's making me feel okay at ease. It's helping me cope. And it was like my therapy, you know? And Nick, you're like a junior singer in high school. And I know that because when I was 17, I lost my older brother and Geekscape us know that, you know, Austin, Texas, he was, I literally invited him over to bring to like, I was leaving the next day and I was like, can you return that no effect CD? And he was on his way to return a no effect CD with, to me when a, when a, wow. when a drunk driver, when a drunk driver hit him no. and his girlfriend. And it's like, it was the worst. Yeah. It was yeah. Absolutely. The worst. And, I, I completely feel and, like... and, and heavy petting zoo is not even their best album. That's it. It just got dark. Excuse But, that being oh said, <laughs> damn it, you couldn't have waited. Uh, yeah. That that being said, it's it's been twenty six. It's been a bit. Um, yeah. That being said, like, how big was your family? And you grew. Where did you guys all grow up? But like, like Nick specifically, um, you when you took the mic, you were honoring her in a bit, like in a sense. I, I keep trying to do that till this day. I keep trying to get better. And better myself as a human being, you know, making better decisions for myself and my family and my friends, my my support system. Um, and I just try to motivate with however I can, you know. I'm only human, but if if my voice can help someone or, you know. Any, I, I uh, let, let me just say, he's being modest. He's been going through a <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah, this whole, like, that's like hearing, like, somebody be like, you think Phil Collins when he started, like, singing was like, <laughs> I don't sing. I'm a drummer. It's like, yeah, we know you're a drummer, dog, but like, you, most yeah. of the times I've seen you, you're playing like guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being very modest. He's a great singer. He knows it. Uh, and and want to be better. Uh, this new stuff he has coming out is gonna like show. Yeah, I heard I'm, some of I'm, it. I'm definitely just exploring more, and uh, you know, always trying to find my voice. And uh, in any way, in any in any way, in, in any genre. Cause it's hard, like singing different genres is it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking sometimes. Cause you're like, oh damn, am I gonna sing it right today? Am I gonna sing it right next show? You know? Why don't you? I mean, I went and I bought these. I bought MXPX tickets because MXPX has this new album out, right? And they're about mm-hmm. to play the Palladium in January yeah. with, with uh, Less Than Jake. And and I love MXPX. I think it's great. But you listen to an oh, MXPX album, and we were talking about No Effects. Like you listen to some of these albums, and and I've been listening to a lot of Lagwagon recently. But it's like 
some they stay in a pretty narrow lane in a lot of ways, right? I know MXPX, and I'm not knocking MXPX. What they do is amazing, and they just added a guitarist, and you can definitely tell there's a second guitarist and yeah. this new album and all this stuff. But you guys, as you said, and the, if you go and Google or like go to YouTube or Spotify and you look for the paranoia stuff, Geekscapist, you're gonna find a, like a song that you're gonna be like, oh, not my style. And then you're gonna look again and you're gonna look, find another song and be like, oh, that's my <laughs> style. And eventually you're gonna find like a, like something that is your hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I found my hit, or maybe what one is, is like a groove. What and then Professor Galactico, you're kind of oh, doing the same thing. You have some hip hop influenced stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what's gonna. That's what I'm gonna do on some of my new music. I'm kind of like touching more on like the roots of like my community, basically. And most bands, when they start to get an audience together, like I go to see you guys, like at Don Quixote's, and like that's not a small venue. You guys are starting to make your way to like the bigger venue. You guys are starting to play festivals and get bigger venues. A lot of bands, when they start facing that pressure to bring people in the door and sell, move tickets for a promoter, you guys start to narrow. They like they start to narrow their lane and like yeah. doing the things that work that they like. They start playing the hits. They, and the they hits. stick to the formula, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you guys feel that pressure when you start? seeing yourselves and like you're like okay guys we're 10 plus years into this we should start hitting the nail that works over and over again for, for sure there's a pressure yeah like, there's there's always there and and when uh you play like to like your crowd you kind of want to like satisfy everyone. satisfy them yeah and so what we try to do is make different version of like old songs like there's like little different well, I mean, uh, even adding A-Rod a to the and uh, saxophone and Evie Dub mm -hmm. on the trumpet, trumpet, which is the la the new thing the last two years, like that's a whole new thing for us. Yeah, and, like I mean, it's not that new. We we've been around it oh, before. Sure. We've yeah, had yeah, them yeah. as guests that's before, true. but but now it's like integrated more on the on for new sure. Sets. And the next single, shout out to you because you get the exclusive. Yeah. The next yes. singles are cumbia song, yeah, and they're they're featured on there, and uh, it's probably one of our most progressive songs, and yeah. also Mexican, Mexican songs. Yeah. Like yeah. it's yeah. Mexican and progressive and ska and like yeah, I'm sure you heard the song. I'm I'm pretty sure you were there on one of the shows. I was there on Friday, and how and and again, like uh, how do you guys? Um, what do you say to people beyond the cultural reach of the band? Does that make sense, guys? Like yeah. Like how? Um, like, does it make sense? Is there that fear? Okay, we talked about the style of the music, sure. you know, being pretty widespread. Is there that fear that you guys are the There's quote unquote the, Mexican band? The the fears there, no matter what. Yeah, the, yeah. the fears the, there, the, no matter there's, what. There's people that don't like our music, like for sure. There's people that you know, it's. it's but it but but I think what here. we strive for is to try to convince. Yes, yeah. I think I think what we're doing is uh, what we're doing is trying to convince, like, hey. So yeah, there's these Mexican dudes, and they kind of play like Weezer songs sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but they, you know what I mean. But they also yeah. have these. But they also have like these samba songs, these cumbia songs, these. Uh, we have uh, banda song. A banda yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, like, Unreleased. So what, what we're trying to do is convince yeah. people into uh, opening up their uh, palette. Yeah. 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 Like I know you like metal. But we have this really cool song that's called Caveman that will <laughs> knock your socks off and give you that energy that you're looking for. Yeah. Like at least one. We gotta yeah. get yeah. Ooh. We always try to have at least one to cater yeah. to everyone and just try to stay a little versatile. We're like a buffet. Yeah. Exactly. We try yeah. to we try to be like a buffet. So and we can... you 
you have like a traditional like jazz music background or how, like what was your intro to the band like you you were guests for a bit but i've only known the band with a rod in it um what was kind of your background in addition to the band mine all throughout schooling i've always done concert and like symphonic so i did symphony orchestra all throughout middle school high school some college i um high school i also started jazz so i did jazz in high school and uh college and like i did marching band i was actually the drum major during high school during my senior year so i have those concert symphony orchestra jazz and now like after uh and during college that's when i joined my first ska band my second one was the meddlers and we opened up with the meddlers i mean sorry the meddlers opened up for paranoias so yeah. i have all those i'm first and different and i can like transcribe i can write and all that stuff like yeah, it fucking sucks. Why'd you guys put him in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this guy's. The t why'd you put the talent in the back? Uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll think about the placing of everybody next he's, time. He's gonna steal like, it. We're working on it. Thunder, man. We gotta put him back, dude. There. You guys are afraid of him. I don't even know you asked him a question. No. <laughs> yeah, he just turned around like A Rod's here. Like what? <laughs> you guys shove him in the back so he doesn't steal Mister Steal Your Girl yeah. back there. Like you're like, oh, we needed a better looking dude in the band. Let's He's put him in the back. Him. Like, listen, guys, as your official manager, like this is we're changing all this whole thing, right? Yeah, uh, they're all strapping, folks. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or on Facebook or uh, Twitch, you guys can see they're all strapping young men. If you're listening to this on the podcast feed. Um, then you're perfect. You're like right there on like the Spotify listening to Geekscape, and uh, all you got to do at the end of the episode is click over. And, and shout out to more. you. Oh. You've been to the a couple of shows. Yeah. Uh, thank you, you for showing up, buying yeah. merch, and everything. Dude, I love uh, it. It again. It reminds support. me of reminds me of going to those old Impossible shows back before they got signed to Field Bar Ramen, and then started, and then Field Bar Ramen became this big thing. And the Impossibles and those boys in various forms are still rocking. And still rocking. Um. In the, the whole thing is that inflection of the Mexican thing. And I, I got to tell you, growing up Tex-Mex, where my dad's Texan, white, and my mom's Mexican from Guadalajara, I'm never Mexican enough for the Mexicans, and I was never white enough, really, for the white kids. So Same I kind of feel like stuck somewhere in the middle, and nothing personified that musically as much as your band. And suddenly I'm like, yo, this band, <laughs> half the songs are in English. Half the songs are in Spanish. Half the songs are like... We sound, we sound like Weezer sometimes. Half the songs are like Weezer, Weezer. And then half the songs sound like something my mom would have played growing up. Like, what is this? And that's that's the appeal. And again, Geekscape, if they're new to you, I really want... You know, like like you, like you the boy said, like, try something new. Like, go and try them out. And, for and sure. Skip until you song. find those songs that sound like something you like. But stay for some of those songs that might open up your your... Your ears a little bit to something new. Yeah, open up your palate, you know, as they've done for me. I got to tell you, just hanging out at your shows, like, uh, oh, and I brought Derek Cranevelt, who's a Geekscape podcaster and contributor to your one of your shows. And that's when uh, that woman almost trampled Alex and you guys a oh couple times. Oh, my God. That was and at I the hallway. Yeah, no do you remember that? It was a small yeah. show. It was a small oh, venue. Yeah. And it got you guys packed playing, really fast. And you guys were playing on the floor. On no the floor, stage. no stage. <laughs> and tell me. Que pasó? What happened? Uh, no, don't remind me. Oh, she, 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 
She's an but, awesome fan. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was good. It was cool. good energy. Everyone was was really like in the mood, you know. But so, it, it got a little rowdy. It, it got uh, exciting. I think she knows how to break dance. If we're trying to be polite about it, uh, me she knows how to break my legs. <laughs> she knows how to break my legs, break break my head open. I mean, also thank you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, that you turned it to yes, like security, I, and you were like, like holding the crowd yeah. down. I was holding her back. And I got to tell you, like, if, she, if she's listening to this now or, or later, like, uh, you're awesome. I think that enthusiasm <laughs> is welcome. Um, maybe drink responsibly. <laughs> like, let's drink responsibly because the night ended with, like, her weave hanging off one of the lights. That's how we party, baby. Oh, like, come to the show. We looked come up to the show. and, like, Hello. her hair weave was hanging from one of the lighting fixtures. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> and, that. And I was like, what was, what the, did somebody <laughs> was it scalp not her? Epic. Was it not epic? Well, the thing is, Derek's from like Vancouver, Canada. Oh uh, my god, he was freaked out. He was freaked he out. He came in and he goes, You Mexicans are fucking weird. Like, they don't have Mexicans uh, in Vancouver. Uh, right? And he was like, What is what is this? Like, this is psychotic. I'm legit crying. <laughs> And he went and, and drank some maple syrup. I was like, "This is spicy. this is spicy. This is incredible." I think I, I think I freaked him out. Now he was he actually he was in town for WrestleMania, so that was like the warm up. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 Now I know what kind of he's talking about. Okay, okay, okay. He's used to seeing blood and <laughs> hair flying everywhere. So yeah, like, I thought I was gonna get wrecked. Uh, oh was, but Geekscape is again like they get the crowd moving, and then. Oof. Some of the slow songs, you guys get the crowd like grooving. Uh, we'll, like, there's some lover songs in there. We'll try, we, we try. With, we have uh, some uh, like uh, what is that called? The, the prom songs. The, yeah, prom songs. <laughs> La Bamba songs. La Bamba songs. What you want to call them? But uh, yeah, uh, we we have a couple of new ones with yeah. him singing in it. Oh yeah, and, and I play uh, for us. Yeah, yeah. And I we, we played them at the yeah. Vet Pavilion. Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But, oh yeah, we did play. Uh, we've been we've been teasing yeah. it around. Teasing. Good feedback, though. It's good. Yeah. And you guys all grew up in Southern California? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all, yeah, all of us. Wow, how'd you guys guy. find each other? Like, how'd you guys find each other? We played in different bands. Yeah, uh, we played in different bands. Shared the stage together. In more of the Watts side of the thing. We stayed more in the South Central. We used to skate together. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. got him his first skateboard. We yeah. got a guitar. We got a drum set. We started playing in the same band. Yeah. And uh, A Rod came in like maybe three years ago, three four years ago, yeah. right before COVID started yeah. messing everything up. And uh, <laughs> I think Felicity too might have been like uh, the, our, the first, first uh, A Rod appearance in yeah. that the, song right there. Felicity yeah. too. Felicity too. And the funny thing about Felicity too is I look up and my former film student Jasmine Aguilar. Oh, what? Yeah! I, wow. guys, I full circle, full circle. We're gonna do the the next song I, we're gonna release. We're gonna do with her, guys. Jasmine Aguilar is. I don't see her at, her, at your concerts. Like, what's up with that, Jazz? Oh no, no she's, okay, she's, she's there. She's, she's been she's to jazz. uh, one she went concert. to the Sella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's busy doing yeah. movies. She's doing yeah. short yeah. films. Yeah, so, she's busy. So, but <laughs> guys, I helped Jasmine with she's her with her thesis. Oh wow! And like, I was her teacher. I remember helping her, like, it'd be in the edit room on her, on her thesis. I was her oh, film teacher. crazy! And then I look up, and you guys are releasing a music video, and it says director Jasmine Aguilar, and I'm like, oh my Same god! One? 
she's amazing. Oh, and not only that, she just won Geekscapist. I'm so proud of her because oh, wow. first off, there's not enough like. Shout out to Jasmine. Oh, 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 not for the music video. I'm proud of no. her because <laughs> she she got that she she got that McDonald's yeah. award. Yeah, yeah, that was a big deal for sure. And she, for her, and for she, her short film. For the yeah. sh- guys, McDonald's gave out three. Seven. Oh, seventy-five thousand dollars awards yeah. to yeah. young Latino filmmakers. It was called—I forget what it's called—but she comes to me and she goes, "Jonathan, make, make Latinos." Yeah, she's like, "Will you write my recommendation letter for this 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 contest?" I don't, I I moved up like in the next round, but I want this recommendation letter. So I write her this recommendation letter. Next thing you know, before they announce it, she secretly like texts me and is like, "Oh, by the way, like I got it." And they're like, oh, oh, right. I was like, "Oh shit!" And she goes. They want me to shoot in like two days. Do you have any help? Can you help me? I'm like, what? Like, uh, I love, I love McDonald's. I don't mean to put McDonald's on blast, but like, man, they threw these young filmmakers. Like, they gave the, them seventy five thousand dollars. The like, we, oh, they were like, we expect your films in two days or something oh, like no that. Way. It was crazy. Yo, the the those and I went and then I went to the award show at the end to find out which of the three ended up moving on or getting like the big prize, which I think was like some kind of like a grant. And meeting, they all got meetings with agents. They all got hooked up. It was all awesome. But I go to this party. I bring Heidi to this party to this, and it's at the Academy Museum, this new one over by the, the you know, um, what, what is it? The, down by the, uh, what is it? The tar pits and all that. They've redone oh, that yeah. whole yeah. Muse- LACMA and all that. They've redone that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was my first time in that museum, and it was beautiful. They roll out the red carpet. They brought the kids in on limos. And they had this whole thing. They showed the film in a beautiful theater. They gave everybody popcorn and stuff. They didn't give us any McDonald's, but they gave us all like yeah. And then afterwards, it was food. I mean, they had this huge gala for these kids. They McDonald's really rolled it out for them. Let's go. And she did your video for Felicity too. Felicity too. Full circle. How crazy. Full circle, baby. I am so proud of Jasmine. I just saw her at Comic Con. She's the dopest. She's 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 awesome. She's a star for sure. How'd you guys get looped in with her? Uh, she is a fan, right? She's she was a fan. a fan. And right before the pandemic happened, she had hit us up about uh, filming a video with us. Yeah. And it was a, com- a completely different a song. Different, another song, yeah. Completely different song. Like, we had another song we wanted to release the video for. And then the pandemic, pandemic happened. happened. Yeah. We all shut down. And we are just, like, stuck for, like, a year. Yeah. And then um, when things started opening up again, I hit her up. I was like, hey, do you still want to do a video? Like, I ha- we have this new song. We were recording all pandemic. All pandemic. And um, so we were like, we have this new song. We really like it. And I think it deserves a video. And we hit her up. And uh, and she's like, I got it. I think I have an idea. She sent us a storyboard. We were like, we'll do it. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, she pulled it off. We had a show for like four hours, and like everybody else was there for like 12 hours. Yeah. For real? No, no we were no, taken care of so well. Yeah. She took, like, she she took care of us. All we had to do was just show up. Show up. And we, like, she already had half the video filmed. Before we got there. that was like a true rock star moment for us. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. It was like, we, we felt, we felt like just show up to your parts, and that's it. And uh, no, she's. 100 percent uh awesome yeah she's an mvp for she sure sweet the whole time and very professional coordinating the whole team and like saying okay you guys they're, they're there like just working with us she's she's a dream it's great. y'all ain't getting that shit with me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and then Nick and I were talking on Friday. He's like, and and I'll put myself on blast because I just like making stuff with people. But yeah. but but sometimes like I do the ones for money, and sometimes I do the ones for for friends. Yeah. And like and like Nick was like, man, I I don't know your rate. I was like, I don't know my rate. <laughs> I was like, dude, if it's an like, I remember. I, I talked to Dr. Frank and the Mr. T experience like a day or two ago. And I remember when we shot his video for new, I, I love the Mr. T experience. They're one of my favorite bands off of lookout with green day and all those bands that came out of the Bay area. Yeah. And I remember they had the, this new album out. I was like, Frank, I finally want to make a video for you. Like, please. And I paid for it. And we just ran around Burbank stealing locations and like shooting it. And like, you know, getting like a platter of subway sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> and like, I remember like renting like a bench from like Home Depot or something or like, you know, those benches, and then just like putting it out as a bus bench. And then like when the video's over, unscrewing it, putting it all back together, putting it in the box, taking it back to Home Depot, like at the end of the day and be like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't really work. <laughs> you know, I did that with a Ouija board once I was doing this oh, short sure. L, L Ray and L Ray is about a woman. And and her husband comes home late from uh, from work constantly, and, and 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 he smells a little bit like perfume, and she accuses him of cheating, and she's like, "You're a rat," and this and that, and so and it's based on my mom. So like that night, she thinks her husband's <laughs> cheating, and she prays to God. She's like, "Please, Lord, it'd be easier if he was a rat." And she wakes up, and there's a rat in her bed, and then she's like, "Oh shit, I got to turn my husband back into a man." And we played festivals like a year ago. We played a bunch of festivals, but there's a scene on a Ouija board where she wants her husband to talk to her. So she puts this rat on a Ouija board and I, and uh, I made this back in 2006 and I was broke as a joke. Plus you have live animals in it. And those were expensive and really stressful. Which is why I didn't finish the movie for 15, 16 years. Oh and it's funny. I shot it in my ex-girlfriend who became my ex-wife's house, like apartment back in 2006. And then I ended up finishing the movie in 2001 with, in my current house with, my current wife and it was like <laughs> but there's a scene where she puts the rat on a ouija board is like speak to me like you would speak to the lord and the rat's got to run into these different letters to spell things out the way you get a rat on set to run to something is you take ham or something they're scent driven so you take like a ham or something and you rub it where you want the rat to go and so i was like so broke i didn't care that this ouija board was all of like 15 dollars. i knew that 15 dollars to eat yeah. and so at the end of the shoot I took this ham-soaked Ouija board and I packed it back up, and uh, <laughs> and I remember you didn't wipe it. <laughs> I tried, but it still tasted. It still smelled like ham, so I take it back. So I I take the Ouija board back, and the dude in the shop was like, "What's the problem?" But I was like, "Nobody was picking up." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I just I already had one. I told them I already had one. They probably thought I was a." fucking weirdo but uh, <laughs> if, if you guys get a Ouija board it's got a ham soaked on it. the rat kept spelling next wife the rat, yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, I, yeah so basically all that long ass story just to tell you guys and Nick it's like let's just think of an idea and how to do it and let's go around fucking let's around do it. Go yeah. do something fun. I love your music something. videos your music videos are weird guys like you guys do some weird yeah. ones we try, and mm -hmm. the majority of them are DIY. We that's the way to do it. Do them ourselves. Nah, dude, yeah. spend your money on merch. Spend your money on touring. Don't spend your money on videos because they're they're just gonna end up on a phone anyway. It's not like you're gonna watch them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, 
no offense, we do. We, I mean, I just shot a video in February, March, but Josie's like a, 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 a local LA rock legend. Like she plays with the Go Go's and all those people. Like right. that, that one actually ended up playing at the Chinese theater. We went to see the 40th oh, anniversary of like they were playing Valley Girl. She's the band who plays in that 80s movie Valley Girl oh, at the prom. Oh, okay. oh. And I went to the 40th anniversary of Valley Girl in March, April. And they're like, we have a surprise before the movie. We're going to play Josie's new video. And I'm like, oh, it's not my video, though. Like, it's kind of something else. No, they played my video on the big screen of the Chinese. Oh. And it was awesome. And it held up. That being said, when's that going to happen, bro? Like, yeah. like when's that yeah, going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are watching these on their phones, man. Like, yeah. they're watching them on the computer. Let's run around and have fun, you know? Yeah. Well, we're down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> you're, hired. you're hired and it's gonna premiere at the man chinese <laughs> what, what do you guys have you, you guys have been hinting at new music this whole time like what do you guys got coming up uh yeah. well we have a new single coming out Scanidero. uh which uh we're we might do with uh jazz, with jazz. well i'm pretty sure we're gonna do with it yes. please do and, she's awesome uh, uh, we'll get you as executive producer. <laughs> I'll show up with the subway sandwiches. Please, I think that's all. That's all we need. And and a Ouija board that smells like bacon. <laughs> can, I, can I have some ham on mine? I just ring out. I just like ring out the Ouija board. Uh, I hadn't thought of that in a long time. No, Keep no, going. no. Uh, no. Hopefully, uh, that comes out soon. Yeah. Nick has for sure a song coming out yeah. soon. I have two, a, maybe I have, three songs. I have two songs right now that are ready and. I'm videos actually, uh we just i just did the artwork for them yesterday for both of them i didn't even know you drew and uh <laughs> no well it, it, was, it, was, it was a picture it's a picture that we have um and uh so in two weeks we're dropping a song called walter canas that one doesn't have a video yet so hopefully you know we can work on that together it's in my and, inbox my friend uh, a little behind here. the scenes it's in my here. inbox and then uh and another uh, music video that's October, on the shelf that's in wrong. October, we're dropping a song called "Space Time Continuum," and that, that one we do have fire. we do have a video for, and that one has like it's like ska with a little bit of hip hop. So Yo, that's the Geekscape one right there. It's gonna be interesting. That one's gonna be interesting. Space Time Continuum. That's the Geekscape one right there. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. Geekscape is to be like, tell me more about this Space Time Continuum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I love Back to the Future, and yeah, I love new everything, intro song for everything you. that has to do with space and. Hence the name Professor Galactico. <laughs> How'd that happen? Because are you guys worried you're creating some confusion in the marketplace that they like, like, uh, like because go, Geekscape is if you go to a paranoia show, you're going to a Professor, Professor Galactico show and vice versa, right? Like, you guys, like, do you guys play each other's songs? You guys right. switch around instruments, yes. even though A Rod should, should just be doing everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys. I think uh, we're just gonna have everything playback and, and like, what, what, like what's what's the strategy there and like or like how did that come out? Did one organically come out of the other? Was did were they kind of parallel journeys that just kind of married each I other think, or what? I think that's the best way to put it. Like parallel journeys is maybe the best way to do it. Yeah, or yeah. Explain we, it. Because... We were we had hit a plateau with our old band and uh, there was no like productivity. Like who was in that band? Uh, we don't we don't talk about it. Uh, okay, us three were in the band. Okay. okay. The band. But but there were other personalities too. Yeah, and the, and other people, yeah. yeah it happens. People. It happens. And uh, and I started. I kind of started recording my songs because I was like, I, I need to record my songs because if I don't get to play them, with like I didn't have a band or nothing. Like there was, 
I was kind of stuck in a way. So I was just like, let me just record my songs at least and maybe and I'll put them out, you know? Everybody should know Nick plays drums, guitar, sings. Uh, a little bit of bass. Right. Just not as good as A-Rod, yeah. Not as good as A-Rod. A-Rod's like... Music. <laughs> and, Stay in the uh, back, A-Rod. <laughs> I just go... <laughs> and, uh, so, so he started recording his own music and then invited us like, hey... I was like, dude, let's come, let's record our stuff. Like, we... we we're talented, yeah. you know. Let's, we're always around each other. Yeah, always. Yeah, recording in his van in the and laptop, then, like so. Yeah. Just always there. It doesn't matter the time. So once Nick started like recording his own stuff, uh, I kind of was just like, it was kind of just like, a, all right, I uh, we could record our own stuff. And Javi and I would like, we were like uh, together, so jamming. The just time. jamming out, so jamming. Maybe, yeah. And uh, we were just like, oh. We came up with our own stuff too. Like we yeah. don't need the other band, and let's just start our own band. So we started the Paranoias, and we started backing up Professor Galactico. Yeah, and so vice versa. He became he became part of the Paranoias, and then we still do a thing where Nick plays drums for the Paranoias yeah. and he sings for the uh, Paranoias. Some songs, yeah, and like it's still like a chessboard of pieces coming together. Yeah. And that's musical what, chairs. That's what yeah. just like musical chairs. That's what keeps us excited, and that's why we've been playing for like over ten years already. A-Rod's gonna sing a song in like two weeks. I'm pretty yeah, sure, pretty sure he is. That's amazing, and uh, and then you yeah, guys will never go back. When that <laughs> pops, like, will you guys have the humility to just let A-Rod take the front seat? Uh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, he's, he's gonna <laughs> bust out. As long as he's gonna bust still, out with his Justin Timberlake stuff. Yeah, start <laughs> pop locking and stuff. But right now, like the Professor Galactical things, like the RZA. Or so like that, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. like it's kind of like that, right? We're like we, we actually explain it that way. We're yeah. like the Wu Tang Clan, the Latin of Latin Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the Rizza, I'm the Jizza, old dirty bastard, old dirty old bastard. Dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of like the thing we're going with. And uh, no, if if Nick pops off, if A Rod pops off, if uh, Javi pops off, we're just gonna ride it. We're, like, we're all we're, we're all, all together. rolling together. We're all rolling together, and. Uh, it's and, a it's a collective unit. Yeah, yeah. What? Do you, how do you guys deal with disagreements? That's got to come up. Disagreements. Well, we're, uh, did you spend that much time with each other? Like, well, I think I think we've been around each other enough to know what we like and we like, don't like. How to talk to each other? Yeah, yeah. Nick and I know how to talk to each other. We've yeah. had like maybe two or three fights in our life. <laughs> disagreements. No, I mean, disagreements. It might, disagreements. It might disagreements. even be just one. Yeah, it might one or two. Yeah, just, just uh, yeah. Javi and I have maybe had one fight in our Yeah. And I won. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> Wait, this fight, this fight was legit? Like, this fight, like... <laughs> no, 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 no. Not physical, not physical. We were skating. They were playing skate. No. They were playing skate. <laughs> it, was, it was rock, paper, scissors, and I won. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we grew up together. We're <laughs> like neighbors. Teams. I've known him since he was 13. Yeah. I was a little chiquitito. Yeah. <laughs> and um, sure, there's disagreements, there's uh, discussions, but I think we've all grown enough or uh, grown along with each other enough to know how to handle each other's personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And we try, we try to keep a, a, a pretty good balance too of like what we work on and, uh, just at the end of the day, just being honest with each other, yeah. not, not like bullshitting around too much. Um, 
that's why we've been together for this long, you yeah. know. And I feel like it's just gonna we, we keep evolving. Going, we sure. keep we keep evolving and we keep learning things about each other still, you know. So and that that just helps us creatively at the end of the day. And we 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 let that be the light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Are your girlfriends jealous? Yeah. I wish you I wish you got along with me like you got along with the band. I wish you guys had a relationship with me like the band. We have a good work life. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little jealous. I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say. I, yeah. I, I yeah. thought I hit you a little bit too close to home on that one. What are you gonna make time for me? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you said till you were thirty. <laughs> <laughs> What is she, she's over here listening to me, by the way. <laughs> she's she's gonna say something right now. But guys, no, no, uh, it's it, it's a work in progress. You yeah. work on it, you talk sure. about it, and uh, I'm thankful that I have people around me that are reasonable enough to uh, delegate and work their life around yeah. the same thing you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, we all know it's a sacrifice. We can two go back together, so yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, here we go. Like, I think their new album comes out October twentieth. The one with Tom back in the band. Yeah, I like. I like the stuff with Matt Skiba. I, I do. I but do. It's good stuff. I always like anything with Matt Skiba, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in ten years, you guys see the paranoia is where you dream of dreams. Where would you guys um, see what 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 or what similar I mean, band has a trajectory that you guys are like? I, I like that. For me, for me, I would like just to make albums and if we get to perform that'd be perfect like yeah. i just want to keep making albums yeah making albums, making albums. keep making studio albums. i just want this to be my job i want to quit yeah. i want to quit my real job and yeah, where's want- that at where's that at oh tell him tell him who's your who's your boss oh yeah he has a cool boss oh, by I can't the way disclose that anymore oh no wait Bro, for real you yeah. got in trouble okay. it's a uh, yeah. beyonce <laughs> <laughs> Queen B. <laughs> give, him a, give him a clue. Uh, uh, the Vandals. He plays, my, he plays in the Vandals, but my, my girlfriend's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I love that song. Yeah. That's that, easily my favorite. That's I mean, boss. I like the Vandals. Josh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Josh Freeze is your boss. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, that would have been awesome. I, he's come Close. by. Somebody. I've met, so, uh, met him before already. That's cool. But yeah. That's, uh, so, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being able to work just as a band would be. Yeah, that's the ideal situation. Us touring and Mm -hmm. uh, just playing all over the world, letting our music grow in different areas, countries. That we just want to expand as fast as possible. Yeah, I think it would be huge. I think. I mean, have you guys thought about going to Mexico or maybe doing a little bit of a tour? We've always, Always. we've always thought about it. Always, but there's we find ourselves too in that situation where, uh, where. It's some. It's sometimes a little hard for like the Mexican community to accept that we sing in English too, you know. So it's like we're still battling with that at the same time. Like, and then life just happens. Like we sure. all have like our still day jobs, you know, like day yeah. jobs, personal stuff. Yeah, and it's seven of us if you think right. about it. Like it's not just like yeah. uh, me, three, and uh, not no. a three piece. Like you'd it's, have to drive. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, not, not only drive, but like figure out everybody else's like, schedules. schedules. Schedules, yeah, because everyone has their own day job. Uh, yeah. Our trumpet player works for Coke. No, Pepsi. Beyonce. Yes, Beyonce. He works for Beyonce. <laughs> so yeah, you know he has a he has a driver job basically. You know? Yeah, so he's yeah. Driving. That's and really also hard. David, our yeah. bass player. He he has a driver job too. So 
it's pretty demanding, you know. Those yeah. jobs are hella demanding. But like a spot that has a lot of bilingual attraction, like uh, uh you know, Texas, where I'm from, yeah. that has yeah. a lot of we, we or, or my, Florida or cool. New York, New York City, like. Like hey, I think hey, that I think the Domin- I think the Dominicans up. the Dominicans and Puerto Ricans I think would accept you guys in in New York City, don't you? Yeah, I, I think, maybe I think, so. I think we might have to have a, a one reggaeton song, <laughs> and, and, and that that way we we grasp slide right in. There. <laughs> slide right I in think there. in Arizona, El Paso. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like like Santa Fe, maybe Albuquerque, like like. Even Paso, New Mexico, maybe. Austin. I think I think we could kill it around there. I think, I think by Southwest. Work. We want to do that. Man. The, isn't that the whole thing that like our like what was the band out of Houston that we talked about earlier that was on like Fat Records early or not Fat Records on Drive Through like early on MXPX M, uh, not MXPX MXPX is that no <laughs> Osma no Drive Through uh, Records well Drive Through had this one oh. uh, what were they called Starting Line Phoenix I'll find them later no uh, Phoenix TX they Phoenix, were out of Houston Phoenix TX that's right. Phoenix TX was out of Houston, and I just remember like they kind of kept doing that cross yeah. to Los Angeles back and forth, back and yeah. forth until they built up that whole fan base, and they could comfortably just go back and forth yeah, from Houston to Los Angeles. And don't they have a song with Mark Topis? They do. They do. They do right? Yeah. Um. All right, guys. The next step: new release is coming out. I want the Geekscapists to check the Paranoias out and Professor Galactico over on Spotify. Um, you guys are in your studio. You guys aren't playing a song for me, though, are you? Uh, I mean, uh, it's gonna be through, it's, it's gonna be through the microphone on the, yeah, the nah, laptop. Yeah, it's gonna sound like <laughs> garbage. Time. You guys don't have to do this next time. Geeks gave us. I would tell you guys in the studio. I was like, let's not play that game. Let's just sound like a like a webcam music video. That's not what I wanted. But um, we can. Else? We, we oh, can oh, set oh. something up like for uh, internet. Yeah, maybe an acoustic or something. Um, no, we, we, we do a full band. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we can definitely set that okay. up. A Rod in the front. A Rod, oh, please. Yeah. You guys <laughs> okay. took the best. Look, you guys took the best looking band member and shoved it in the back. Why do you think we did that though? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you would have just been looking at him uh, the whole time. This is this is literally like EQing. My buddy, <laughs> my buddy Abe Duenas up in uh, in South Carolina says, "Sup, Klika," and then. Uh, Miss Doisha over on YouTube, she says, "What are your thoughts on infectious grooves?" Infectious grooves, I like them. Uh, there's a band I uh, like a lot uh, called King Gizzard. Oh, yeah. They have like ten minute songs, and like they do five minute groove, just just gems, jazz sessions. Yeah. I, but it's I like love technical it. stuff too. It's like yeah. super technical. You should check them out. Off beats. <laughs> Three fours and they go back to the seven four eights, four yeah. seven oh. eights. Don't get so, me started. We can yeah, do a whole uh, other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> guys, dedication right there. I might have to ask you guys to send me a list of the music listed on the show that you guys dropped, so that yeah. I can tell the Geekscapers if you liked this, move on to these suggested oh, for like, sure. we'll, bands we'll from there because yeah. I thought that was that. This is awesome. That'd and, be perfect. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And yeah, again, yeah. Geekscapers, like if this is the first time hearing about the paranoias not los paranoias because that story is crazy that you guys had to name it the paranoias because paul mccartney had los paranoias already um like if this is your first time hearing the the paranoias geeks gave us go do a little deep dive you can watch their music videos on youtube you can do a check check them out on uh spotify and don't forget professor galactico or else nick will get sad yeah that's that's his rizza alter ego (laughs) and hey i mean when i i was like He's probably the method man. 
Okay. Okay. I, Method, I think Method Man did a, you're listening to Geekscape for us once. No, oh, hey. Yeah, he goes, this is Method Man and you're listening to Geekscape. Oh, I remember that very well. I remember, I remember <laughs> we opened up for Method Man one time but in our, with our old band. We don't, oh, damn you. We we don't mention that. that. We can forget that. Damn you. The heartbreak <laughs> that comes with it. Uh, Abe Blenius over there in Greenville, South Carolina says, been listening to you guys all day and prep for the show. So we got one. And he says, yo, shout out to Delinquent Habits. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Abe, thanks for listening, man. Uh, I like Abe. Abe's a filmmaker there in South Shout Carolina. Out, Abe. Good dude. Loves listening to Geek. I love that the fact that you're watching the Geekscape. Uh, Abe, and I love the fact that like you took our you know our little suggestion, went and checked out the band, and I hope the rest of the Geekscape is do as well, guys. Guys, I can't wait to see you guys at another LA show, and I can't wait to uh, watch whatever you and Jasmine cook up together. Oh, for yes. sure. And, uh, let's find a cool some cool ideas and go shoot them and just have fun. All right, definitely, right. genuinely, for sure. Geekscape, as you have your mission, you're going to go find the Paranoias and Professor Galactico over on Spotify. Of course, Geekscape's on Spotify if you enjoy it. You hit the little share button, send it to your friends, and leave that five-star review. It really helps your visibility. I got to tell you, I've uh, I've kind of loved having some of the guests on Geekscape recently, but I'm not going to say I Guys, I try for guests all the time. Sometimes I get them, sometimes I don't. It just happens. The thing that'll help most is if you guys help the visibility of the show and share it with your friends, leave nice reviews, all that stuff. Tell your friends, like, if you know anybody that you want to see on Geekscape, hit them up on social media. Like, do like a shout out to them. Be like, dude, you should be on Geekscape. And uh, who knows? Maybe it'll happen. We got you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, I'll see you guys at the next show and uh, all that. Thank right. you so much. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. You're the best. You. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. I want a comic uh, book. Too. Okay, let's let's do some Comic Con stuff for sure. Hey. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.